Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Chof. In Sukkah, again, we learned for a four shleim for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday we got down to Tana Rabbanon, uh, about halfway down on the page in daf Chof Amad Aleph. Tana Rabbanon, shall shifa v'shalgami. Let's say you have a mat made out of shifas like uh, shavings or wicker uh, or shalgami. Gummy is straw or grass, like reed grass. Gedola, if it's a large mat then it's very, that's considered hard, that material is hard. He says, he says gummy is really soft. Rashi says it's soft, but if it's very large, then you could use it for schach because people don't use it for sitting on it. It's like a very large mat, so they don't use it for as a kli, as a, let's say as a bed. Uh, but if it's small, then you can't use it for schach because that's considered made for, for reclining on, for leaning on. So here he makes them between a large one. A large one is just a is uh, is a, 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 a mat, uh, which is uh, a, like a large reed mat. Uh, you could use it for schach because it's not made for uh, for um, uh, reclining on, and it's not a kli. It's not makabel tumah, and that's what we said yesterday at the end of the daf that everybody agrees uh, by the like uh, We said it, but before the end of the daf, we said that uh, who was it? The last answer was Rapapa. So if we go like the Tanakama, a big one is basically not made for resting on, and therefore you could use it for schach. That's by if it's made out of wicker or uh, or reed grass. Let's say shalkanim v'shalchilas. Those are two other materials made out of reeds. And Rashi says in the first of the widest lines that these reeds are hard. And chilas is also a material, a kind of a, a vegetable or growth, whatever, uh, that's very hard. The Lushan here is not, the word, next word is not gedola, like in the previous line, but gedula, if it's plated. If it's plated, then it's not even, it's rough on the edges. And then mesachem, but it doesn't mean if it's a large one or a small one, you can use it for schach because you can't rest on it. It's not even. It, it would be very uncomfortable. Aruga, if it's woven, ain't mesachem buff. It's woven. It doesn't make any difference if it's large or small. When it comes to these materials, a regular uh, mat that's made out of reeds. So you could say a large one, you could use it for schach because it's not made for shchiva, but a small one, you may not use. If it's made out of konim or chilas, which is a rougher materials, and if it's plated, you can definitely use it because you're not going to sit on it, you're not going to sleep on it. But if it's woven, woven means it's woven, the material is very tight and soft together, then you cannot use it for schach. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, Yom Rabbi Shmuel says the name of his father, Rabbi Yossi, Achazu, Achazu, He says, either one, either way you can use it for schach. Apparently he means the last idea, whether it was aruga or whether it was woven, whether it was woven or whether it was plated, you can use it for schach. We're going to come to Rabdosi later on. But the thing to remember is Rabdosi says that you could use these things for schach because they are, uh, you, could, you can use it for schach because either way, whether it's woven or it's not woven, it's not considered a clue. You're not going to use it for resting on. Yeah. Ephraim? Yes. Does it matter if it's made stam or if it's made the same schach? No, it's, we're talking about stam. If you made it specifically for schach, in other words, if it wasn't really the, whatever, if you ever you do, if you ever make something specifically for schach, 
and you, unless it's already made like a, a chair or something like that, a kli, it's already a kli. But if you make something specifically for schach and it's not a kli, then it's not a problem. Here, here we're talking the issue over here and yesterday's stuff also. The issue is when, uh, when you made it stam. When you made it stam, is it stam for shiva or not? So here we're speaking about uh, Rabdosa, and this is important to remember that Rabdosa and Bishmol said in the name of Rav Yossi, that you could use these materials because menastam, they're not schach and they're not a kli. Tanan also, we learn like this in Edges. Kola chotzlos. Doesn't use word machzelos. Machzelos is a man. What is a chotzlos? Also a kind of a man, but it's not clear yet what that is. So kol chotzlos matam and tamim neistiv rabdosa. So rabdosa says, it is makabal tumah. If it's makabal tumah, I can use it for schach. So the Gemara is going to ask in a few minutes, when I'm at base, isn't this a steer? We just said rabdosa says you could use them for schach. Vechen rabdosa omer kedvarav in the previous line. You could use them for schach. Here rabdosa says that a chotzlos which is a sort of a mat also, a reed mat, it's matamit it's Thomas Mace. Now, even, even something that's matamit Mace, Kloma Rashi says in the fourth of the widest lines, uh, even Thomas Mace, when you're in an old of the mess, it's not makabal if it's not a kli of some sort. Even shoot the kli aids could be makabal but it's got to be some sort of a kli. So he says, this is considered a kli, it's makabal tuma. So it's kloma kli and astam makabal the reason he talks about this is because the next line we talk about Thomas Medris, which is also an Ava Tuma. So he says it's Makabal Kol Chotz Metam Thomas Meistiv Rabdos Vachomorim Medris. Chum say it's also what's Medris a Zov who sits on something even if he doesn't touch it. If he touches it's Tomei. Even if he sits on something like he sits on top of something on top of a cushion and he's resting on it, the 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 cushion underneath even if he's not touching it is Makabal Thomas. It's called an Ava Tuma. So the Chachomim say that uh, these chotzlos, these kinds of mats, is even makabal tumas medris, that means that it's a kli for sitting on. That it's a kli bechlal, yes, because it's makabal tumas. If it's not, a, and, and we learned before, that what's, what's tummy in the Torah? Tummy in the Torah is only adam, uh, food, drinks, food and water, and kalim. It's got to be a kli of some sort. It's got to be a useful vessel that, of some sort. So we learned that before, uh, Rashi says there uh, back in, I think, in your Gimel, your Bays, that Lomakabi Tumah, the Lab Machal right? He says, the, only, the only thing that's Makabal Tumah is, is either Adam Kalim or Adam Kalim or Okalamashka. Rashi was before. Rashi is on Yud Aleph on the Bays. So here he says, even you can argue about Pshutik Leitz, that's a Shiloh, but that's even if, even if assuming the Pshutik Leitz is Makabal Tumas Mes, but it's a Kli. It's Pshutik Leitz, but it's not Makabal other Tumas Mes. But in order to Makabal any Tumas, even Tumas Mes, it's got to be a Kli or Adam or Ochun Mashkin. So here he says, we have Machlok between Abdos and the Chachamim. Those who says that a chotzel, or this kind of a mat, we, we're not sure yet exactly what that is, we're going to talk about that, is metamatumus mace, could, be, could, be, could accept, is susceptible to become rich, uh, ritually defi- defiled by a mess, but not by Thomas Medrus, because it's not made for sitting on, not made for reclining on. Chum say it's even made for reclining on. Medrus, it's like Mars' Thomas Mess, Medrus ain't Thomas low. Only Medrus and not Mess. If something is Makabal Thomas Medrus, it's certainly Makabal Thomas Less. By the time we learn, call him a Tom Medrus, Matame Thomas Mess. Anything that's Makabal Thomas Medrus. In other words, if it's capable 
of if it's if it's a kli that's made for resting on like a bed or a cushion or a chair and kabbal tumas medus of azov certainly kabbal tumas mes ema af medus okay so that's the machlokus that chum say it's even kabbal tumas medus because it's made for resting on for reclining on whereas Rav Dosa says no it's kabbal tumas mes but it's not made for reclining on so they agree that it's a kli but it's not is it a kli for resting on or not so if it's not a kli for resting on what is it good for we'll talk about that on base my chotzos what do we mean by chotzos usually a mat. A reed mat is usually a machzelis. Machzelis is a mat. What is chotzel? Marzuvli. Marzuvli. What is that word? Now you notice the word zevel is in there, right? Marzuvli, but it's not even there. We're not sure. My marzuvli. What is that? Omarvava mezavli. Zevel. In other words, it's it's some sort of like a like picture a pillow or a bag of some sort that has that's stuffed with foliage with zevel. So he says, that's what we're speaking about over here. That's what a chotzel is. It's just not, not a regular, just mat made out of reeds, but it's something that's like a uh, stuffed, like the stuffed uh, uh, cushion or a stuffed pillow of foliage. Chotzel and machzel is the same thing. It's a mat. How do we see this? He goes according to his svara, his only reason. May I be a kapara for Rechia and his sons. He wanted to say something praiseworthy about Rechia. And Rashi points out over here, Two, three lines from the bottom of the page, that's a derach covet. Even in Halacha Lemaisa and Ahilchus Avelis, it's proper to say when a person is, refers to his parent, his father, or his Rebbe uh, after their death, at least in the first year after death, when he refers to him, he doesn't, doesn't have to use the word Alavashalom or Zachar Levracha, but Harari Kaparas Mishkavo. I should be a Kapara for him. So here Rashi says, uh, two lines from the bottom of the page, Lashon covered who Zekshu Masker Avav Rabba Lachem Yisasot Tzarch Lomer Ken. He brings down the Shulchanach on the side. So here, Rav Shimon Lakish referred to uh, Rav Chia Bonav, and he, he said, "Already Kapara side may I be a Kapara for them? Why were they so great?" This Rav Chia and Bonav. Shabbatchilik Shenishtachot Torah Yisrael. Originally, when Torah was forgotten, and Rashi says it doesn't mean the whole Torah was forgotten. It means some halachas were forgotten. Some, some, some halachas, but they say were forgotten. So they originally forgotten. Allah Ezra and Bibavil Ezra came above of Yosna and reestablished it. He founded it again. Chazam and Shachlis forgot again. Allah Hilla Bavli Yosna. He came up and Hilla Bavli, who had gone into Golis. They were he was in Golis. Rashi says from the time B'shem Shagol Yechania Cheresh Maska Imo Yeshiva was Musuim Bavil. Hilla came up Bavil and he reestablished it. Chazam and Shachlis Allah Rabchiyah Bavli Yosna. The Mefarshim say. That in order to, uh, why was it after like Hillel and also Ravchia, but especially Hillel, because they were known to be uh, very modest. Um, that uh, only through Lamatzin, um, you don't find in Rashi, he says, Lamatzin Shetacha Torah, Bedor Shal Ravchia, Sharei Bedor Hayur Avena Kodosh, Elam Rakach Bishvil Mashachuch Bolach, the Mera Chidish called Makayim Alach Achish Lashtakach, Harei Kilim Yast. Even if you just, even if you reestablish one Alacha, it's uh, if you're makayim one alocha that it shouldn't be forgotten. It's like you're miyasid kol tarakula, and he says that the klal gadol she'ena Torah shora elal onav. Lakach Moshe it was Moshe v'nachnu Moshe was a great onav. Hill was also a great onav. Nishmas he had the nishmas Moshe v'echzer a Torah shem yesh barim gasruach lo yiskel a Torah. Person who's 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 arrogant, will not be Zohar to Torah. So Torah only rests on people who were, who were uh, very modest. So here, Rishlokish says, Rav Chia and his sons reestablished. What did they say? And this is what they said. 
when they reestablished Shilcha, they said this. Lo nechleku. Notice what Rosh Lakar said, and this is why, and the Shtak of Rabchia, and they were in Yasid. What was something that Rabchia Barbarov said? Lo nechlu Rabdos v'chamamachsal shalusha. You said Rabdosa and Chachamim. What are they talking about here? He says, Kalachotzas Metamin says Rabdosa, and Chachamim say it's uh, to, even Thomas Medris. Okay, what is a Chotzal? So the first interpretation was it was like a bag of uh, foliage. Okay, but Shesh says, no, it's literally mats. How do you know that? Because Rishlakish, how do we know Rishlakish says that it's mats, and Rishlakish goes according to his words, because he says that Rishlakish Banov interpreted the Machlokas, Rishlakish and the Chachamim, regarding mats. Because he said, the mats that came out of Usha, that place, those are definitely tummy, because those are made for sleeping on, for reclining on. Everybody agrees with that. Uh, everybody agrees with that. Af Medris. In other words, in our, we just had this mission, this mission in Edio said, the Rabdosa says that these mats are matame tomas mess. The say no, they're even made for reclining, so they're matame tomas mess also. And here, Rabchia Barov said no, they don't, there's no machlokas about the mats that came out of Usha, because those are definitely made for resting on. So even Rabdosa would agree that they're makabal tomas medras. Vishel Tferi, the ones out of Tferia, everybody agrees that they are tar. At least, uh, at least tar. Vishel Tferi, Kosher saying, they're tar in terms of tomas medras. Uh, because uh, they they might be used for something else, but they're not Thomas Medras. Shane Taurus, Alman Nechle. Everybody agrees on Taurus because they're not made for resting on. Those are very hard. Nobody would sleep on them. Alman Nechle. What's the Machlokas of Dosa and the Chum? Al Shar Makomos, and mats coming from other places. In other words, Tferia and Usha are the two extremes. And Usha, they are definitely made for sleeping on, so they're Makabal Thomas Medras. And the ones in Tferia are definitely not made for sleeping on. The Machlokas is by other mats coming out of other sources. Marsa became the like of Yosalaya since most other mass people don't sleep on Kedetferia. They're like Tferia, and therefore they're not Makabal Tumas Medris. That's Ravdosa, right? Kedetferia, they're like those of Tferia. Umarsa and the Chamsa, Kiva, the Mikr they're not made for sleeping on, but sometimes people do sleep on them. Usha, I mean, they're like Ushas, and therefore they're Makabal Tumas Medris. That's Machlokas, Rabbanan, and Ravdosa, and goes along with what Reshlokish said that, that Chotzlos and Machzolos are the same thing. Omar Mar. Let's analyze this. Coming back to the question we mentioned before. Meaning, even if they're not made for climbing on, but they're a Kli. And they're Makabal Tumas Mes. I have said at the beginning of the daf today that we learned that you could use these kind of mats if you can make a Machzeles, not only out of sheep or a gummy that are big, but even out of Kanem and Kinos, which, uh, which these are harder uh, whether they're plated or not plated, he says, no, you can use them. These are harder, and no, you wouldn't sleep on them. Whether they're plated or whether they're woven, you could use them for schach. That means that it's not considered a kli. So what's going on over here? For, you said, that you can use them for schach. That means that they're not a kli. Here, Rabdosa said in the next line that we're quoting now, that, that the mats, which are machzolos, really regular mats, according to Mishlakesh, uh, they're makabotomous mats. So even if they're not made for sleeping on, but they're a kli, so if they're a kli, you can't, uh, the, the rule that you, that uh, schach cannot be made from uh, something which is makabal tumah, any kind of a tumah, doesn't have to be uh, dafka tumas medras, it's a kli, so if it's a kli, how can you use it for schach? So it seems to be a stira in, Ravdo, in Ravdosa, again. Um, uh, so the Marcelo Kasha, right? So he's going to, again, Amar Mar Kolchatz, Tamen Tumas Medras, Ravdosa, Ayvatayin Yuchen Ravdosa, 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 that you could use them for schach, so Kasha, how is like Gedan for the if it has a rim or not. If it's got a rim, then it's a kli. You can't use it for schach, you can't use it for schach, and it's Makabal Tumah. If it doesn't have a rim on it, 
then it's not considered a kli, and you could use it for schach. Meisvei, another kash. Chotzlos, if you have uh, mats, shoshah made out of bamboo, v'shel gummy, or reed grass, like we mentioned before, v'shel sak, v'shel sphira. Both of these are like sackcloth. Rashi says that sock is made from goat's hair, and sphere is made from uh, horse hair taken from its neck or from its tail. Uh, but these kind of, of, of cloth. You wouldn't necessarily sleep on it. Chum say you'd even sleep on it. It's made for resting on, for reclining on. So bishloma, bishlo. This is a different brisa. That's not the brisa we mentioned before. But again, we see this machlok between Ravdos and the Chachamim, whether it's makabel only to mesmes or even to mesmedris. Bishlo Now let's go back to the machlokas we had in Amar Aleph. What is the definition of chotzlos? Is it like Rishlokish said that's regular? A um, it's a regular mat like machzalos, or is it this kind of a uh, cushion or a pillow that's stuffed with foliage? If you say that it's marzuvli, said that it's, it's it's a stuffed cushion, let's call that. So shosham v'shogami, I can understand that it's made out of bamboo or reed grass. Chazi of the pear, you could use it for baling for uh, large fruits. You can use it as a sackcloth for large fruit. So I can understand if you say it's, a, it's this kind of a cushion or a, or a, or a bag, whatever you want to call it, a sackcloth that has, that has, that contains foliage inside. And that's what you mean by chotzlos. So I could say here also, chotzlos, when we say over here, chotzlos, I could also say it's, that I can understand that because it's a clique and hold large fruits. Shosak for Shosfir is made out of these two sackcloths. Also, Chazul Gulki, if it's not, it's good for making for haversacks, backpacks, uh, or, uh, or, uh, ba- or um, baskets. But if you say it's literally a mat, a mat is usually a flat out, you know, a flat, a simple, a straight um, item. It's not, uh, it's not, doesn't, it's not like something that has, a, that contains other things. So, Bishamashosak for Shosfir, I'll tell you, you could use, if it's made out of sackcloth, either, Goat's hair or horse hair. Chazula parsi v'nafsa. I tell you what's good for you. You can use it for curtains. Make curtains out of it. Or nafsa, use it as sieves. Meaning, you take this large, flat material, this reed mat, and you put something in it, and you hold, you, you know, tie it up together, and uh, and maybe the, the, the smaller pieces will fall out. Use it as a sieve. What can you use if it's made out of bamboo? or reed grass, and it's a flat mat, why is that a kli? What, what would it be good for? You say over here, everybody agrees it's metamitamismes, what kind of a kli would it be good for? So I'll tell you what's good for. It's good for covering a brewing vat. Ziasa means brewing beer. He says you can use it for that. You can cover it up for that, so therefore it is a kli. And therefore it's makabal tumah, not necessarily tumas medras. That's a chum say you could sleep on it too. But even a corner of those, at least it's a it's a kli uh, of some sort. Economy, some say bishul mando. It's the same gemara, but reverses it reverses the question. Bishul mando machzolus mamish. If you say that it's literally mats, so shasham gummy, I can understand that chazlan ziyas. Like you said before, it was like it was, so what did you understand? Like it's simple. Oh, like you thought originally, if it's made out of bamboo or reed grass, you could use it for covering over a uh, brewing vat. Shalsak v'shalsfir, if it's made out of these kind of sackcloths, also chazal leparsi v'nafsa, it's good for curtains or for a sieve. Elamando mrazuvli, if you say it's, it's basically a sack or a cushion full of foliage, it's a, it's a container, it's not a regular flat-out mat. So bishlam is shalsak v'shalsfir, chazal gulk v'tzan, it's good for either for a haversack, a backpack, use a haversack like with one strap, 
uh, a, a sack of some horse, usually like, like uh, soldiers who had their stuff in there, or a basket, sunny his back. I can understand that. If you say that it's this kind of a cushion or a bag that's filled with something, it has filling in it, so if it's made out of uh, bamboo or regress, what is it good for? It says, You could use it for baling fruit. In other words, you could use it as a big uh, sack to put fruits in. So therefore, all these things have a usage, and it's a clee, and we can understand why, according to everybody, it's Makamal Tumas mess. But again, Ravdosa made a difference. Where did he say you could use it for schach? If it didn't have a rim on it, then it's not considered a clee. Tanya Rav Chananya. Chananya, as we'll see, was a nephew of Rabbi Yeshua. He said, Shirati Lagola, when I went into Golos, Rashi says he went to Golos Mima Aber to uh, intercalate the inter- intercalate the, uh, the the moon the year to figure out if they had to make an Ibriyar, La Aber Shana, to make the year to add a month to the year. When he went to the Golos Matzos, he's like, and I found an elder Marmali Nesachim Babudya. He says he could make a schach, he can make schach out of mats. Ukshabasi is a Rishua Achiyav. When I came to Rishu, my uncle Hodel the he agreed. That's only if it doesn't have a rim, like we said before. If it doesn't have a rim, then it's not a kli, and then you can use it for schach. These mats of the people of Mechuza, if it wouldn't be for their rim, kir usually means a wall, here Rashi says it also means the rim, you can use them for schach. Uh, again, so if it has a rim, it's a kli, you can use it for schach. If it doesn't have a rim, you can use it for schach. If it's got a rim, and then you can't use them for schach at all. So we finally finished the first parak, the siyata deshmaya. Hayoshen tachas amita, says the Mishnah, the second parak. You cannot sleep underneath a bed. So, why would you sleep under a bed in a sukkah? Very practical reasons. Not enough room for everybody to sleep in there, right? So you're sleeping under a bed. What's the problem with sleeping under a bed? So Rashi says, you're under an ohel. And an ohel, you've got to sleep directly under the sukkah. You're supposed to sleep in the, in the sukkah. If you're sleeping under an ohel inside the sukkah, you're not sleeping under the sukkah, you're sleeping in an ohel in the sukkah. And that's where Rashi says, well, you the ohel mafsik bein the sukkah. The ikka yeshiva sukkah is achilash shina. The main thing apart of what does it mean living in a sukkah? Eating and drinking and sleeping there. So if you sleep underneath the bed, you're not yotze. So says the Tanakama. Rabbi disagrees. Amar Rabbi no ganayinu. We used to, we, we were accustomed, shayinu shem tachzmi. We would sleep under the bed, b'fneaskenim, in the, in, in front of this, the elders were there, probably because they went to, the, to learn by the Rabbanim, the Zkenim, they went to learn, in the, uh, they were learning Darshan Torah in the Sukkah, and they wanted to learn Torah, like we'll see Teviavdo, even slaves went to learn, so they would sleep under the bed, they didn't say anything, in other words, he yelled it was Mutter, and we'll see why, Rashi says, remember, Rabbi Yudah learned back in the first Mishnah, that you could even have a very tall make a very tall sukkah. Why? Because he holds that a sukkah could be a, su- a, a, a diras keva. Remember, we said one of the reasons why you can't be too tall, besides the shade area. Another reason was is because once it's more than twenty amas high, it's already it can, won't, won't stand unless it's it's a permanent structure. Rabbi holds it's okay. You could have a permanent structure there. So he holds you're allowed to sleep under a bed. We'll say even a high bed inside the sukkah because that's only an oelaroi. The bed's moved around, whereas the sukkah is a, a, a diras keva, and therefore oelaroi would not be mivatel an oel oel keva. In other words, we talk here about a tent or something that overshadows something else. 
you have to be under the schach and not under the bed. Rabbi Yudah holds a temporary bed, a temporary oil would not be mevatol the schach. So even though you're under the bed, you're still really under the sukkah. It's the shame that you're in the sukkah. So Rabbi Yudah says you could sleep under a bed in the sukkah. So he says that was our meaning. And they didn't tell us anything. Amr Rab Shimon. Shimon says, Rab Shimon holds like the Tanakhama that, um, that you're, uh, you cannot sleep under a bed. But he tells you a story. Tevi uh, was a, a famous slave in Gamaliel who himself was a Tamil Chacham, but he was a Evid Kanani, and therefore he only kept mitzvahs like a woman because an Evid Ivri is a full Jew, like anybody else. He just has a service contract, let's say. Whereas um, when we talk about an Evid in the Gemara, in the Mishnah, we always mean an Evid Kanani. An Evid Kanani is a Goy, who was bought by a Jew and converted L'Shem Avdus. We call him like a half-Jew. If there's ever a half-Jew, you know, we don't really have half-Jews today, right? People say he's half-Jewish on one side. We know the halach is, goes by the mother. He's either Jewish or he's not Jewish. However, there is a concept of a half-Jew because an, an Evid Kanani is a guy who was converted. He had bris milah, L'Shem Avdus, and he has halachas like a woman. Why? Because it says, learn not to give a to women, and by an um, Evakhani or a Shifcha Knani, it's the same halacha, it says, oh, Chuf Shalonit and Law. Gemara and Chagiga learns out, La, La, Xaver Shava. Therefore, that a Shifcha Knanis or an Evid Knani, female or male, have halacha like a woman. So it says here that uh, Rabbi Shimon tells the story, Tevi Avdor Ringlil slept under the bed, Ringlil said to the Chachamim, Laskainim, Reisim Tevi Avdi, have you seen my Eved, my, my uh, Eved Tevi? Shahu Tamar Chacham. He's a Tamar Chacham. Yodea Shavadim Tumar Nasukah. He knows why is he allowed to sleep under the, why does he sleep under the bed? Because he knows that an Eved, that an Eved has a halacha like a woman. Therefore, it's a mitzvah seishas man grama, therefore a potter from sukkah. Lefichi yashinu tachas say, for he's allowed to sleep under the mitzvah. So from here you learn, well, fi darkeinu, from, from what he said, lamadu sheyashinu tachas amit, In other words, from, Rav Shimon brings a proof to the, Rav Shimon basically is the Tanakama. He says, how do I know that you can't sleep under a sukkah? Because Gamaliel was Meshabeach, his son, his Evid. Look at my, my uh, Evid. He knows that he's, he has a locha like a woman, and he's not mechuyiv in mitzvah sukkah, but he wants to learn Torah. So he's sleeping under the bed in the sukkah so he can hear our Torah, because he knows it's okay for him to sleep under the bed, because he's not chayiv in sukkah. Mashma, somebody else would be. In other even though Rabbi Gamaliel didn't say this to teach the halacha. Rumlil was just being Meshabach. He said, look at my Evan. He knows what he's doing. He's the Tamar Chacham. He knows he can sleep. So you see from his words, though, that anybody else who's a regular Jew is not Yosef. He sleeps under a bed in the sukkah. Why? Because he's sleeping under another OL. He's not sleeping directly under the schach. I will like the right away. What do you mean? If he's sleeping under the bed, the bed presumably does not have uh, an airspace of ten tefachim from the ground, therefore it doesn't help halacha like an ol. Even when we learned the pictures the other day about the schach, remember if it's leaning, if you have a sukkah that's leaning against the wall, so it said it, you, it has to have a gag. So we put this if it's if it's up a little bit off the ground, then the top is considered a gag. Or if it's leaning against the wall and you have a little airspace, a uh, 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 horizontal airspace, so that's your gag. You need a gag. 
but the but you still have to have the sukkah be ten tefachim high. If it's not ten tefachim high, it's not an ola. It's not a sukkah either. We learn. Remember the dimensions of the of the sukkah have to be seven by seven, seven plus by seven plus. It's got to be ten tefachim high. That's the minimum. First first mishnah. So if it's not ten tefachim high, it's not an ola. So over here also, the bed usually is not ten tefachim high. We're talking about one that is ten tefachim high. So if it's less than twelve tefachim high, it's not considered an ola, not a problem. You can sleep under the bed. But if it's ten tefachim high, you've got a problem. Tanan awesome. We learn like this. We're going to talk now about what is an ohel. What is the rules of an ohel? What is something that overshadows? Let's say you have, you're at a river bank, next to the bank there, and the river is hollowing out um, um, earth from the bank, from the side there, from the embankment there. It's, it's hollowing it out. Notice the water itself, just little by little, naturally makes a hole under the ground. So, or animals, insects, or uh, weasels, whatever, howled them out. Notice it wasn't done by human hands. Or the, the, the saline, the salt, uh, ate away at it. Or you might have a row of stones, a row of stones, you know, like uh, two bricks on top of one, on top of another, and, and then you have a row and they sit on top of one another, and sometimes some of the bricks are loose, or there's space in between them. Or you have a pile of, um, of rods, uh, of, of, of beams and, and there's holes underneath them. If there's an airspace of a tefach that, that overshadows, and it overshadows a tumah, there's let's say a, dead, a piece of a dead body is there on one side and there's other, let's say, food at the other side and that makes an ol. If you have an airspace of a tefach, it, it makes, it's, it's considered, uh, it's considered ol and, um, and, and, it can, and therefore it can transmit the tumah from one end to the other end. Um, there's an airspace, a, a vertical airspace of a, of a tefach that can transmit to me. Remember, we've talked about this many times. If you're in a room that doesn't have an airspace of a tefach, then the tumma goes straight up to the sky. Straight up to the sky, goes straight up. That's how Allah Hamash, we see the tumma go straight up. If there's an airspace, then it prevents the tumma from leaving the room, from leaving through the roof, but it also transmits the tumma all, all through the area underneath that. Tent, so to speak, that's called a tent. Review number. Call all be Rabuta disagrees. Rabuta says no. What you're talking about is naturally made oil. Natural made oil is not considered oil. An oil to be an oil has to be made by man. What's why is that? My time of what's his reasoning? Mishkan. How do we know that oil is Mutami? The Pasik says, Remember that's the beginning of in in um uh, in um Chukas, right? Zos Torah Adam Kimas Bo'el, and they darsh. Pardon? Not. Yeah. So Zos Torah Adam Kimas Bo'el. You know, the, the, of course, the drush is that the Torah is only mekayim on somebody who's willing to kill themselves, so to speak. You know, for learning Torah, Adam Kimas Bo'el. You have to if you if you put yourself in a position that you're you know that you you spend so much time and so much effort learning Torah, you're willing to die for it. Then the Torah Zos Torah will be mekayim with you. But the pasuk shot is Zos Torah Adam Kimas Bo'el. That an ol transmits tumah, so that's the idea there. Because if hasam, by mishkan it says vayifros as ol ala mishkan on the mishkan malon bidei adam afkam bidei adam. 
It's got to be made. An oil is only, right, you learn oil from there. Oil from, an oil is an oil made by a person, like the Mishkan, the people, the, uh, the Moshe Rabbeinu and, and, uh, and Aaron, etc. And they put the oil up, they put the Mishkan up, so it was done by Adam. So here also, an oil that transmits to them is only if it was made by man. For Abonin who disagree, and they say, no, any OL is an OL, even if it was naturally made or made by animals or whatever. For Abonin, OL, OL, Reba. What does that mean? Rashi says that many times, OL, Tuva, Ksivit, Baparshas, Parah, Lerabos, Afos, even to include even uh, ones that are made by themselves, so to speak, naturally made. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick up here tomorrow. Mitzvah from this spot. Again, the discussion about OLs tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem. Have a good day, everybody. Yes.